0: Hello, everyone, and welcome to David and Nicole's Survivor Podcast. I am David, and with me, as always, is...
1: Nicole! Hi, guys!
0: And how are you doing this fine evening, Nicole?
1: I'm doing great, and my cold is gone. That's good. How
0: are you? I am doing well. We had another good episode of Survivor. Wasn't as predictable as the last couple... And it got me really pumped for next week. I think next week is going to be a fantastic episode, so I can't wait. Yep. Well, we should start talking about Survivor announcements then. Nicole, you have an announcement?
1: Yep. The ratings this week were 10.5 million, so keep watching, especially next episode. It's going to get good.
0: And Philip's still in the game, so how can it not be entertaining? (laughs) Yep. Uh, one other announcement, uh, CBS has announced that May 15th will be the finale. That is a Sunday of Survivor. It will be two hours followed by a one-hour reunion. The reunion will be held in New York City uh, at the David Letterman studio. So for those who are planning their Sundays, remember, don't plan anything on the 15th because Survivor is going to be on. <laughs> yep. <laughs> All right, well, let's start talking about the episode, then. Let's talk about some memorable moments. What was a memorable moment from this past episode for you, Nicole?
1: Well, towards the beginning of the episode, everyone on Tepe was eating. Besides, Rob wasn't around at the moment, but um, Philip came up and asked if he could have a spoonful of some of that crispy rice, but the crispy rice is for Rob, Not Philip, And they were like, no, that's Rob's portion. And Philip was not happy because he wanted some crispy rice. And I was like, well, people, it's just a little crispy rice. But it's evidence of what happens when people are very hungry and living off of just rice and they don't have chocolate. Like, (laughs) they're going to get crabby about little things like that. And Philip
0: was pretty mad. <laughs> so were you on Team Philip, though? Did you think that he could have just gotten a scoop full of the crispy rice? Or are you on Team Girls plus Rob that, that saved for Rob?
1: I'm on Team Philip
0: here. <laughs> yeah, I, I thought it was hypocritical that Grant just got a scoop and then... Philip was like, Can I just get a scoop in? They're like, No, that's for that's for Rob. So I was yeah, I was a little on team Philip there at the same time. It's never smart on Survivor to start freaking out at people. But two episodes in a row where we get a Philip freak out. So I good for you, (laughs) Philip. Yeah. Yeah. Philip has been very memorable. This this episode especially. He was great throughout the entire thing. But crispy rice, I think we are going to have, hold near and dear to our hearts now. <laughs> I'm never going to look at rice krispies the same. It's just going to be crispy rice. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Apparently the crispy rice is so much better than the regular rice. So <laughs> I'll have
1: to have some crispy rice sometime and yeah. find
0: out. Yeah, we'll have to test this out.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Another real memorable moment for me was the reward challenge that Omatempe went on. They got to have a picnic on top of an active volcano. It was pretty cool. Um, I think in Vanuatu, they got to have a reward like picnic on a volcano, but it was dormant. And then they also got to go to an active one. I don't know if they had a picnic on it, though. So, But I think this is the only other time since Vanuatu... That we've got to see a Volcano Reward Challenge. It was pretty cool to have like their interviews right on the cliff of the volcano and everything. Mm-hmm. I found that cool. And then once again, this Reward Challenge, you know there's going to be a clue for the Hidden Immunity Idol somewhere. And as soon as they pulled out, I don't even know what those are called technically. Do you know what they're called, Nicole?
1: um i'm not
0: sure either chocolate straw sticks is what i call them so it's basically looks like a straw but it has chocolate in the middle and it's made out of wafers on the outside anyways i was like they look exactly like the rolled up clues so as soon as they pulled that out i was like i bet the clue's in there and lo and behold rob thinks the same thing too can i try one of those quickly pulls it out and puts it behind him and then it's like, oh, these are good, and passes them out to everyone. Mm-hmm. So, And then to top things off, in his interview, he's like, I don't even need to read this. I have the idol, and just throws it into the volcano, which was a very great moment. was <laughs>
1: pretty exciting. How many times do people throw things in volcanoes?
0: <laughs> yeah, how how often do you get to say, he threw a clue into the volcano? <laughs> Like, it doesn't come up too much in real life.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. And I just can't get over how oblivious his tribe is. Like, none of the girls seem to realize that there's a hidden immunity idol at all.
0: Yeah, that's strange. Like, no one's even looking for the clues. I I don't know. Maybe they thought one and done. Maybe that there is no more idols. I don't know, but they could care less. I'm wondering if... Rob shared with Grant that he found it and threw it into the Volcano Or He didn't tell anyone this time. Yeah. Once again, proof that Rob is playing this very well and is very entertaining at the same time. And then, of course, on the Zapatera side, you have the whole, is David going to get out or Sarita? And it basically took the Sarita or Stephanie and put it to a whole new level of that trust versus strength because... David was apparently being very abrasive, and they had this whole scene where everyone was sort of just annoyed with him and sort of making fun of him about him trying to go and fish and everything. So obviously he's on the outs of his tribe, and then you have Sarita, who is really bad at challenges, yet she was going to vote with him, she was going to stay true. So it goes back to that dilemma that we had last week. Do you keep someone you can trust, or do you keep someone who can keep you strong? And last week, I could see it more of, you may want to keep someone as strong. This week, I mean, it's getting closer to the verge, so I think it's a little more iffy to, to choose someone with strength. We're going to talk about that more in our hot topics of if it was a smart move or not uh, to vote out Sarita. But it was just interesting to, to see the dynamics and see them waver a bit. And, like, before the challenge, I thought, David's going home. After the challenge, it was 50-50, and I didn't know. So what were your thoughts, Nicole?
1: It was just all really interesting to me. I don't know. Like, I don't know why David seems to be so grumpy and rude to everyone and he did kind of seem on the outs and everything like that. So it surprised me the way the votes turned out at the tribal council. I thought it was gonna happen differently.
0: Yeah. It was uh, it was very less predictable than the previous couple of episodes. And I I thought it was a good tribal council. They're not nearly as entertaining as Omatempes, just because Philip isn't on their tribe. But you had some heated moments. You had some good jabs from David going back and forth. So entertaining nonetheless. Mm -hmm. So let's talk about some standout players from this episode. Cole, who is a standout player for you?
1: David was a standout player. You know, people see him as kind of rude and everything, very abrasive, like... You know, he wanted to go fishing, and people were all like, and it's just, like, I don't know. No, no one really seemed to be liking him, whereas in the episode before, it seemed like people were all complaining about Sarita and how, you know, she complains a lot and all the stuff, and they don't like her. But this episode, it seemed like they were complaining more about David. You can tell they're all, you know, starting to get tired of each other. You know, they're, they're all just lines that now has to turn on each other so it's just very interesting you know David he's he's so good at the challenges though compared to Sarita so yeah what do you think about him
0: David is interesting. Early on, I thought David was like sort of in control of the Zapaterra tribe. I thought he was very smart and calm, cool, collected and everything. But then, like the previous three episodes, we just seen him have violent outbursts and everything and really just be aggressive and abrasive with people and, and clearly is on the outs. So I, I, I don't know if it's just they showed David less in the first few episodes so we didn't really get to see it but definitely not what I initially thought at the beginning of the season. I actually predicted him to go to get voted out somewhere in the middle and I wouldn't be surprised if he did. But now that the merge is coming, anything can happen and this could be breathe new life into David's game. So we'll just have to wait and find out. Yeah. Another one another standout one for me is Philip. How can Philip not stand out? I loved Philip in every moment of this episode that he was in, from falling from a tree to absolutely hating his tribe and wanting to vote Boston Rob out to at the reward challenge, just saying, "Yeah, we're cool, we're a family, and everything." Just so, it's so like extreme opposites. One minute he's completely mad at everyone in his tribe, and next thing they're one big happy family. And he started to seem a lot like Coach this episode, talking about that Matt is a samurai,
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> using the Book of Rings, I think, which is a uh, some sort of Japanese or Chinese book. <laughs> so it's like, hmm, is he trying to <laughs> compete with Co- Coach here? I don't know. Like, <laughs> for a while, I don't Philip was sort of his own entity, and now they're starting to come together. So that uh, was just very interesting to watch. And just his whole f- freak out about the crispy rice and everything this episode was just amusing. And he is like dominating in my five funniest moments. So <laughs> uh, he's just great. Without Philip on this sh- season, it would be very less entertaining. So thank you, Philip, for being here. Obviously, strategy wise, horrible. But once again, merge comes and absolutely anything can happen. So, Philip, who knows? We could be seeing Philip in the final three. <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah, you never know. I, I just love Philip too. I agree, he's very funny. You know, he he seemed very grumpy and angry at the time of the rice incident. And I was like, ah, oh, kind of scared. I didn't know what to think. And then, like, like you said, when they won the reward, and he was all happy and everything, I was like, oh, okay, kind of having mood swings here. You love him, you hate him. You, what, what are you gonna say? So I don't know. He he's very unpredictable and very funny.
0: Very much so. Yes. Was there any other stand-up players for you, Nicole?
1: Yep. Rob stood out to me, especially, like, on the reward when he, again, found the clue and, you know, just deciding to toss it into the volcano, like we said, you know. It just, it really stands out, you know. He's it's just really playing this game so well. Like, it seems like everyone is doing everything for Rob. Like, <laughs> I don't know, like, he's the king or something, And, you know, he wasn't even there during the rice incident, but, like, everyone was definitely defending his rice. (laughs) What do you think?
0: Yeah, it was almost like he was the king, and, oh, you can't take the king's portions of rice. (laughs) So, yeah, it was very interesting to me how everyone seemed to be, like, all hail King Rob, except for Philip, and then they win a reward, and then he is. Okay, (laughs) but... (laughs) Yeah, and then also even when they came back from Redemption Island and he used what Philip said against him to make people dislike Philip even more. You know, he Rob is just playing the game fantastic. The only flaw potentially that he could have made is voting Matt out. And Matt could very easily come back in the game next episode and if he switches sides then bye-bye Rob, you know. Mm-hmm. So other than that, I think Rob has played this game almost flawlessly. Yep. Other than that, a st- another standout player is obviously Sarita getting voted out and her big conflict with David. We're going to talk about her more later on and sort of what went wrong with her game and everything. As far as our Purple Kelly award, we do not have one this week. No one wins it, so congratulations Natalie, you got off the... Purple Kelly Award because of your defense of Rob's crispy rice. So good job. <laughs> we saw a little bit of everyone talking in the episode. It was good. I enjoy that. Mm-hmm. So it was it was good to see more interaction from everyone. Yep. Let's talk about Redemption Island then a little bit. Nicole, what were your thoughts?
1: Well, you know, Stephanie and Matt were on the island now and Stephanie was kind of annoying Matt by throwing out food and stuff like that. And You know, they're just very different people, I think. It's interesting at the end of the challenge when Stephanie, she just had a lot to say. People always seem to have a lot to say before they leave. And she was like, you know, you guys gotta get out, Sarita. You know, she's rooting for Rob and everything like that. So, you know, it's always very interesting.
0: Yeah, so... Matt was ready for the duel. He's like, "Okay, let's. I I want to eliminate Stephanie so I can be back on my island alone." So they get to the challenge. And it turns out to be a giant game of memory, basically where you're flipping over stuff and matching it. And once again, what were the memory things made out of? Tiles.
1: <laughs>
0: so way to bring tiles back, Survivor. <laughs> but anyways. Matt ends up going first, and on his very first one, he makes a match, which is ridiculously hard to do, to find a match. Mm -hmm. Then Stephanie goes, and she finds a match on the first time. I'm like, what is up with this? This is crazy. Uh, But Matt ends up taking the lead and wins, securing his spot for one more week. And Stephanie was adios. And then... Once again, then she let loose on everyone and saying to Ralph and David, you got to get rid of Sarita. I know you want to get rid of David, but you can't. And then, watch out, Rob. They're all gunning for you. So I think that really put a lot of fear in Rob. And uh, I think he was suspecting it, but it just sort of confirmed his suspicions. Mm -hmm. And then then you had the whole Philip with (laughs) Matt, you are a samurai warrior and everything. So... (laughs) The challenge wasn't the... I mean, doing a memory challenge is never the most entertaining challenge to watch, but it was still it was still good to see Matt win again. And it was sort of cool to see them both get that lucky on the first try and find matches. And then Stephanie afterwards was very entertaining. So, a decent Redemption Island. Yeah. Let's talk about the challenge then. Great challenge. It ended up being an obstacle course. You had to jump through hay, and then you had to go under a belly crawl, you had to climb through sticks and rope and everything, you had to go through a net crawl, you had to break through bricks, all while in, intermittently between these there were stations where you had to get a bag of balls out and, and uh, unwrap it, Unwrap the bag of balls from a coil and everything, and it was it was a really interesting challenge. I love obstacle courses, and the great thing about this challenge was how back and forth it was. Oma Tempe was in the lead, but then Zapatera switched from Sarita to David, and they took a huge lead, mm-hmm. and then broke through the walls, bricks first, and then at the last part of the challenge, they had to take those balls and throw them up into a net and get all six in. So... Zapatera starts throwing them and they get they miss a couple and then Oma Tempe catches up and then Oma Tempe gets three and takes the lead but then Zapatera gets five and they're only one away and then all of a sudden Oma Tempe comes from behind and wins it again. It's a great challenge, nail-biter, back and forth, back and forth and that's something I really love about challenges. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, I really enjoyed watching it too, like, you know, obstacle courses are great and like you said, it kept going back and forth. Like, for a while, I was so sure that Zapatero was going to win. Like, you know, Philip was really dragging behind, and Rob was there trying to help him move along and everything like that. And, you know, breaking the bricks and stuff. But I, I was wondering about those bricks, and then I saw on um, Jeff's tweets that they're actually made of wood. So, but it takes a long time for them to set them all up and everything like
0: that. Yes, yeah, they're all made of wood, but they still have to put them all layered by hand. Like, their crew has to do all that. And, and the really bad thing is that they have to rehearse the challenge. So then they have their people rehearse it, and then they have to build it all over again. <laughs> That'd probably be the most frustrating part. But they are wood. Obviously, brick would be a lot more painful if they were actual real bricks. But it's still really cool to watch them break through it and everything.
1: Mm-hmm. I think that Grant was very helpful for Ometepe being there, throwing the balls and everything. He made a lot of those goals or whatever, baskets.
0: So. Yeah, Grant dominated this challenge, breaking through the bricks and everything, and I think he made, like, four or five of the baskets. So, yeah, he was... Very crucial in Ometepe winning. He he has proved to be a challenge dominator, especially in the past two episodes.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And of course, Ometepe then won and got to go on their volcano pick. Mm-hmm. So let's move on to Hot Topics. This is the part of the show where we talk about some issues and give our opinions and whether we think they were, they're good decisions or bad or how they're going to affect the game. So the first one is voting Sarita out. Was it a smart move to vote Sarita out or should they have voted David out? What was your thoughts on it, Nicole?
1: I think what they did was bad because the Sarita is more trustworthy in that alliance and right then they knew that in, a merge was coming up at some point soon. Like they didn't know for sure when, but like you gotta keep around the people that you trust at this point so that they'll stick with you and they're not going to flip, you know? So if, I think David is more likely to flip on them.
0: Yeah, I would definitely agree that David is more likely to flip than Serena. And obviously us knowing that next episode they're going to merge, yeah, wasn't the smartest thing to do to get Sarita out. They didn't know. They th- I th- I'm thinking their bet was probably it was going to be at 10, so they had one more challenge, and their thought was they didn't want to go to four. But mm-hmm. four people with an immunity idol can be a very strong thing, like we've seen with Russell. He took four, it was four people, and they ended up getting to the final five together. So so I don't know. I, I, I agree that voting out Sarita was not the smartest move at this point. I and mean, we it was it's day 18 or something you have to rely on trust and strength at this point if it was day 369 maybe even 12 i could see getting rid of the the weaker person but this late in the game you always want to go with someone who you can trust someone who has your back as opposed to someone who is physically stronger because in this case Now that they're merged, that just means David has even more potential of winning the individual immunity challenges. Yep. So we'll see if it comes back to haunt them or not. And it sort of brings us to our next question. Who do you think is going to flip? The tribes are merging next week. Who is going to say, sayonara, tribe, I'm going with the other guys? Well,
1: you know, right away I want to say David. But, you know, I mean... Maybe people are all jumping to conclusions thinking that he's going to flip. Maybe he's really not that likely to flip. But maybe he is. I mean, I, I don't know. It's kind of hard to tell. I think that Philip could flip. Well, who knows what Philip could do, but I, I think he'll definitely be interesting to see after the merge.
0: So you're going with David and Philip? Sure. <laughs> For me, I think David definitely has the possibility of flipping. I don't think he gets along with anyone in his tribe, and that's never a good thing. Like, he's on the outs, and they're down in numbers, and he doesn't like any of them. I think that's three big potentials then to switch over to the other tribe. Philip Philip is crazy. You never know what he's going to do, but I think Philip is going to do what's in his best interest. And if there's not enough people, then I don't think he's going to f- flip. I don't think he will. Cuz the other potential flippers are Andrea and whoever wins the the duel and comes back into the game.
1: Uh,
0: if Sarita comes back I would think she'd be more loyal to her other Zapatera people. If Matt comes back, I think he'd be loyal to the Oma Tempe people, but you never know. You never know how how much revenge they actually want to get on their tribe mates for voting them out. So it,
1: mm-hmm.
0: it could be that either of them potentially flips. And another big question is, will Andrea and Matt get back together? This is like our our romance on Survivor. <laughs> I, yeah they they were they had to be separated and then you know Andrew sort of lost some feelings for her cuz Matt was flirting with another girl and she got a little angry at him so it'll be interesting to see what happens here in our survivor love triangle yeah. but a lot of different people potentially could flip i think most likely are David mm-hmm. i think the other t- ones are all like we need numbers at this point and are going to wait to make a move until a couple more episodes down the line. So let's move on to David's five funniest moments. This is where I talk about the five funniest moments from the past episode. But there are so many funny moments, I had to make it six funniest moments. I couldn't I couldn't bear to eliminate any of the six. So I just decided to make it six instead of five. <laughs> so let's start with number six. Number six is Rob talking about Philip and how he's got everyone who is going to vote him out. And he's even going to tell Philip, Philip, you want to know who you should vote for tonight? We're voting you out. And then he said, I'm going to frontside him. <laughs> Which I found really funny. <laughs> to to go he said uh, not blindsiding, but frontsiding him. <laughs> <laughs>
1: mm-hmm.
0: Number five. Is then Philip, after the immunity challenge, is talking about tribes and how a good tribe, a great tribe, and a superior tribe like themselves. And then he just yells, We find a way to win! <laughs> it's like, okay, then. Way yeah. to go, Philip. <laughs> That's what makes a superior tribe. <laughs> All right, so I I laughed out loud how how he yelled that last part. It was just very funny to me. Number four, got to give it to the crispy rice situation. Philip freaking out. Philip freakouts are always entertaining, and seeing everyone freak out about him wanting to eat Rob's rice is pretty funny.
1: Number
0: three goes to Ralph. At tribal council, (laughs) I think you already know this one, Nicole. (laughs) Yes. <laughs> At trial council, Jeff Probst is talking about how it's better to have a cohesive tribe than a bunch of people who don't get along who could be the, the strongest people. And he asks Ralph what he thinks about that, and Ralph goes, I don't know what cohesive means. <laughs> so then Jeff Probst asks him a question with two different options, and he replies, no. <laughs> And he's <laughs> like, I gave you two options. What do you move? <laughs> so Ralph at Tribal Council gets number three for not knowing what cohesive means and answering a this or that question with no. <laughs> number two, it, uh, number one and number two are very close. Number two was when Rob's talking about how Philip was going, to, told them he didn't want to share the information with them. And then we just pan over to Philip, who falls out of a tree. (laughs) I I was dying laughing. He's just, like, in a tree, and then he just falls, and it's great. It's always funny when people fall out of a tree, but when Philip falls out of a tree, it's just hilarious. (laughs) And finally, the number one had to be when Rob was just like, I don't even need the clue. I already have the idol, and just chucks it into the volcano. I was dying laughing there as well. (laughs) so there are the six funniest moments from this past episode I hope you laughed as much as I did now Nicole it is time for your dumbest move of the week
1: alright well Sarita is going to be the winner for not bringing her stuff to tribal council with her (laughs) right when she got voted out she's like oh no I didn't bring her stuff with me (laughs) I was just like, okay, you shouldn't have been that comfortable and you know, you never know what's gonna happen in the game. So yeah. congratulations, Shreda. Yeah.
0: <laughs> if if there's one thing you learn from watching past survivors is never a hundred percent assume you're safe unless you're wearing the immunity necklace. That's mm-hmm. the only time when you don't have to bring your bags. Other times you always wanna bring it just in case. Because we've seen it too many times where people aren't expecting it and then they get voted out. So it's never a good idea to be too comfortable in this game that you feel like you don't even need to bring your stuff to Tribal Council because you never know what's going to happen. So I agree. That was a very dumb move on Sarita's part. So let's move on to... David and Nicole's Survivor Play of the Day. This is part of the show where Nicole and I each pick a moment that we think is the most memorable or the most impactful, and then we will go back and forth. One of us concede, concede and we will have a winner. Nicole, what is your play of the day?
1: Um, I'm going to say Ometepe winning the challenge. I think that um, just having them win again, it was like, you know, the, the tribes were even at the time, and then... Now they're uneven, and they're ahead. So it makes, means a lot going into the merge being ahead like that. So I think that's very impactful.
0: I agree. However, I am going to say that voting Sarita out instead of David is going to be the play of the day, because David, I, like I said before, has the most potential out of anyone to flip. And if David flips, then it's going to be eight against four. And that is never a good sign. So I think that could have been a huge, huge blunder of Zapatera voting out Sarita instead of David.
1: I'm just trying to think about how the show would have changed if Zapatera had won this challenge. And I think it would have made a big difference. So... Like, you know,
0: now Ometepe is up in the numbers and everything like that. And- yes, but if Omatepe would have lost and voted Phillip out, they still had the potential of David flipping over and going on their side, also Matt coming back and being on their side. So they could still have the numbers. So my point is, if if they hadn't voted Sarita out and voted out David... There is not a flipper on their five. They would have been five-strong instead of four in a flipper. So okay. I think I think this is going to put them even more under the numbers for voting Sarita out instead of David.
1: Okay. I agree what you're saying. I agree.
0: So you are conceding. Yes. Well, there you have it. Zapatero voting Sarita out instead of David is the survivor play of the day. We will find out just how much impact it has next episode, so stay tuned.
1: Da-da-da.
0: Oh, thank you once again for the sound effect. I almost forgot it. <laughs> so let's move on to what went wrong. Let's talk about Sarita, what she could have done differently in the game, and and sort of what went wrong with her strategy and everything. I
1: think that Sarita, like you know, I mean she just wasn't that strong. And the challenges and everything like that. And, you know, she was a little overconfident and stuff like that. And I'm not sure. I I just don't think she was playing the game that well.
0: Yeah, I don't think her heart was fully into it. I don't think she was as 100% committed as other people. I don't think she was quite playing to win. I think she sort of was there. And was just trying to survive at this point. I think maybe at the beginning of the game she was all gung-ho. But then, you know, being on Survivor, it zaps you. It takes a lot out of you. So you have to have that 110% motivation to be there. Otherwise, it's just like, eh. And I think that's sort of what it was. She wasn't the best in challenges. And that's another thing. Just We've seen being weak can be a benefit, but it also can be a detriment. In this case, it was a detriment. So, yeah, being weak in challenges, not having your whole heart into it, um, and then assuming she was safe, not not fighting as much as she could have before tribal council. I think if she would have went to them and stated her case, hey, the merge is going to be coming up soon, and we have to... Make sure that we're tight, because David is going to flip. If she could have made that push more, I think possibly she could have stayed as well. Mm -hmm. Alright, well, let's move on to next time on Survivor. Well, the first thing we have is Matt versus Sarita, and this is the biggest duel to date. It is going to be whoever wins the duel gets back into the game. Now, we did see in the preview that Matt hurts his foot. And what it looked like is that the challenge was one that we've seen before where you have to hold yourself, it's an endurance challenge, hold yourself against two planks with your hands and then with your feet. Mm
1: -hmm.
0: So that could put him in a major disadvantage. However, does Sarita have her whole heart into the game? Does she really want to go back? That could be another motivating factor. Mm -hmm. Also then we have Rob versus... Pretty much everyone else. Will he be able to overcome it? Will he still have the numbers? Will he still be in control now that this merge is going to happen? And uh, potentially a large number of people could flip. The good thing is he does have the Immunity Idol in his back pocket just in case. It's
1: going to be really interesting. I'm I'm really looking forward to seeing the episode. And I'm wondering, since there won't be any more Redemption Island jewels if we're going to have some reward challenges... Separate from the immunity challenges.
0: That's my hope. Hopefully they will. Obviously they won't do it next week. Because they'll still have one more duel. But hopefully after that, we'll start to get some more reward and immunity challenges. Um, and other than that, we just have Zapatera versus Ometepe. Who's going to flip? Which tribe is going to come out on top in the merge? It's anyone's guess at this point. But it is time to make our predictions. The first thing we're going to do... Is who's going to win the duel, Matt or Sarita?
1: I think it's going to be Matt again.
0: Even with a hurt foot, I think Matt is is still going to win. I don't think anyone else is going to ever win a Redemption Island duel this season. Matt is my pick as well. Mm -hmm. Who do you think is going to win the next individual immunity challenge is the next question.
1: That's hard to say. I will just go with Matt because he seems like a winner.
0: I'm going to go with Grant. He's dominated the past two challenges. I can see him doing an immunity streak and and dominating the individual portion of the challenge as well. So my money is on Grant. And finally, who is going to get voted out?
1: This one's hard. I really don't know how everything's going to turn out. I'm going to just say Steve. I don't really know why, but someone from Zapatera, because I think there are going to be more people on the... Ometepe aside, people might, you know,
0: flip. And so I, I'm going to just say Steve. <laughs> All right. I, I'm with you that I think someone from Zapatero is going to get voted out. I, however, am going to say Mike. I think they're going to get Mike out because he's probably the biggest physical threat uh, from their group. So my prediction is, unfortunately, that Mike is going to get voted out. Mm-hmm. So we will see who is right and who is wrong. Last week, of course, you were right. And I was completely wrong, so... And this one, we have, like, 1 in 12 chance, so it could... This one, we could both be horribly wrong, so yep. it will be interesting to see. I think it's going to be a fantastic episode, and I can't wait.
1: hmm
0: Well, that's pretty much all I have for this episode. Nicole, do you have anything else? Nope. Alright, well be sure to check out our website, survivorpodcast.blogspot.com and also check us out on iTunes, David and Nicole's Survivor Podcast. Subscribe to us, rate us, favorite us, comment us, do everything you want. Uh, We love to hear from you as well and be more than happy to hear your feedback of Survivor or our podcast. Other than that, all I have to say is... All I have to say is goodbye, and watch Survivor next week. I think we're going to have a great episode.
1: Yep, guys, I just want to say thank you for listening to us, as always, and uh, see you next week. Bye.